Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. I think my wife is somewhere among the stuff here. It's good to be here. In case you didn't know, I've got two granddaughters here that love the Lord. I told my son-in-law here a while back, I said, I thought the Lord might start saving your family from the top down. And I think I said, it's, we're going from the bottom up, but that's just fine. I tell you, the Lord's good to us, and I appreciate it. I'm so glad for his kindness to me. Brother Todd was preaching the other day. I told him afterwards, I said, you make me want to preach, and I'm not even a preacher. But he stirred me up about giving great uh, praise to the Lord for what he is due, for what he's done for us. I'm telling you, there's nothing he can't do. Amen. He's done great things for us. And I could write a little book, Brother Robert Stevenson, about what God has done. And it would be a true story. Yeah. I tell you, he's been good to me. I remember, I don't want to kill the service, but I tell you, I remember when uh, our oldest granddaughter was born. And it was during the, this camp meeting. And things was bad. They ended up going to the, she lost her eyesight before the baby was born. And. She was totally blind, couldn't see nothing, ended up at the, the hospital, and the doctor told him, said, we know why you're blind, but there's nothing we can do about that. You might get it back, and you might not. And I remember holding her hand after the baby was born. She said, she touched the baby. She said, she sure looks, feels pretty. And she talked about how, that you know, she was blind, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. And then they ended up doing tests, and they said she had traces of street drugs in her blood. And when she went... Went home, the baby would not go home with her or J.D. And boy, that stirred me up. And I know lots of people, and I got to thinking, Brother Roach, if I, if I know somebody at the DHS, we, I can fix this. I didn't know nobody there. I didn't know anybody at the DHS. But when they left there, Brother Robert, my daughter got in the car. The baby went home with them all she had her eyesight back. She got. I remember her laying in bed. She said, I think I can see something like a light on the ceiling. And all that came back. The baby went home with him. All that. I knew somebody that knew the people that worked at DHS. I have no idea how he talked them into letting her go home. But God did it. And, that, and I wanted to give him praise. I tell you, the Lord has been good to us. I appreciate his kindness and mercy. If you will. If you will help us sing tonight, I don't really know the right kind of song in a situation like this, but uh, I'd like to sing, uh, I forgot it, i got a senior moment here, I know that he can, Yeah, I know a man who can, you have senior moments, don't look at me and grin like that, it'll happen. harder for him to say that sins be forgiven or take up your bed and walk. Right. We, got, we got them needs here. There's people here that needs to be saved. There's people here that needs to be healed. And I'm telling you, I know somebody that can do all of that. I can't take I can't take a heart that's broken and make it over Sin sick, what 
I was involved in a car accident seven years ago. It was a broke my neck and crushed my, uh, uh, messed up my lungs, broke a lot of ribs and big old gash in the back of my head. And, and I didn't know what my future would be. I don't remember any of it, none of the accident. I don't remember being at the hospital. But I do remember going back and I had headaches so bad that I couldn't motivate at all. I couldn't hardly stand to do anything. And so the doctor, I remember sitting across the table from him one day and he told me, he said, you will probably have headaches the rest of your life. What I'm gonna do is send you somewhere and we're gonna try to set you up with a plan where we can manage your pain. That happened in September. In March, I got prayed for one night, one day at church, and God took my headaches. Totally, 100%. This place right here that hurt every day where I couldn't hardly stand it, it's gone. It's been gone. That's been seven years ago. And 70 years ago, March, it was, it was over with. No more headaches. He told my wife, he said, I'll sign any paper you need. Your husband will never lay floor covering again. He's done. I'll sign anything. That ain't what I wanted. I didn't want to retire disabled. I didn't want to retire right then at the time. I, was, I wanted to recover. The Lord fixed all that. I wish I knew how many thousand yards of floors I've laid since then by myself. I'm telling you, there's nothing God can't do. I can't take a heart that's broken, but he can. He can do it. If he wants to, he'll tell the 99, you stay right here. Just hang on a minute. I'm fixing to go out. There's somebody out there. Y'all stay right here. There's one more that I'm missing. I'm going after him. He can do that. He can bring him in. He did it yesterday. Or what? Yesterday, he did it right back here. I'm telling you, I can't take a heart that's broken, but I know a man Some call him savior the redeemer of all men but i call him jesus for he's my dearest friend and if you feel no Sunday, and uh, we was fixing to go to the camp meeting there at Muldrow, and I had everything I thought just about ready, and was getting to get finished getting ready and go, and all of a sudden something hit me, and 
uh, I got to hurting and fever went high and I was chilling and uh, they was putting the cover on me and all this and after while Cherokee said let's pray and I'd been jerking and jerking and jerking and uh, we got to pray and they did and the Lord come by and took every bit of it and moved for me and I heard my little great grandson over there praying and he's going holy, holy, holy and another time he's saying glory, glory, glory and even these little ones can pray and reach God at Brother Joe I believe and I'm so thankful for it I'm so glad for what God has done for me help me sing this song Well, I'm just a weary pilgrim traveling through this world below. But I see a wondrous city, that fair land to which I go. Though the storms are raging round me, but I heard my Savior say, I will never, never leave you. I'll go with you all the way.
just a weary pilgrim traveling through this world below. But I see that wondrous city, that fair land to which I go. Though the storms are raging round me, but I heard my Savior say, I will never, never leave you. I'll go with you all the way. That's far enough. Oh, that's far enough oh, for me. Oh, if you lead me to this valley, safe inside against the pearl, that's far enough. Oh, for me. That's far enough. home y'all come on help us sing but tony you in here somewhere sure have enjoyed camp meeting it's been wonderful good spirit of god that's been among us liberty that there's been been wonderful and i thank the lord for that Brother Jason and Sister Tracy still here? Sister Tracy to play for us if she is. Oh. <laughs> Praise the Lord.
Streets turn to go. 
child being born again. It's real, it's real. Talk about a child being born again. It's real, it's real.
God-given. God the glory for all that He has done. I just feel like saying, thank you, Jesus. felt, because I still feel the Lord here helping us. Amen. If I could testify just a minute. A few days ago, we was in revival for a week. That's unusual for us holy smokes, ain't it? Didn't have a lot of time, but I agreed to go for a week. I could have stayed another two or three nights, but had other <laughs> obligation. The Lord had helped us. But he released me Sunday afternoon, you know, after service Sunday night to go home. And uh, I got preaching about heaven. I don't understand a lot about it, but I was trying to, you know, trying to preach about heaven. And uh, there was a young boy came that night and knelt at the altar. He's, I don't know, about this tall. And wept his way through to salvation. Amen. And there was an old man there in his overalls that... Uh, I think about a week or so before his 79th birthday. He'd been coming. Sometime he'd cry, but he didn't know how to pray, didn't know what to expect to feel. He was confused. He just didn't know, Brother Gerald. But you know what? In that altar call, as a brother in the back came by, spoke to him about praying, he shook his head sharply. So he just walked on and left him. And so I, I looked over yonder, giving the altar call, and looked back for him, and he wasn't there. And he was right along about here, headed for the altar. He knelt. His own knees was about wore out. He knelt and wept and cried. After a while, he got up and sat down on the altar and wept and cried. He meant sought the Lord. And he got up and started hugging folks, telling them he loved them. But he still just didn't understand. You know, he just, he just couldn't hardly. Amen. But the next day, he told the pastor, I got saved last night. That something happened in there, I'm telling you. So God's moving for young folks and old folks and everybody in between. I'm so thankful for that. Trust that God will help me for a little while. Feel very small, feel very inadequate. Try to preach to you. A little nervous tonight. I look around and see several ministers more able than I. <clears throat> several have been preaching longer than I have, but that's really not what has me worried. But the apprehension I feel is whether or not I can reach your heart. My heart can bow low enough that I, I can say something that will help you. Well, there's people here tonight, certainly, we all are, but there may be somebody here tonight that's almost in eternity. 
We don't know. God dealt with me, I don't know, a few weeks ago with a little message. Felt like I need to preach it here tonight. <clears throat> so enjoy the testimonies. But if you would pull your minds with me, I need to preach just a few minutes. The book of St. Luke, chapter 12. St. Luke, chapter 12. I want to begin reading in the 16th verse. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, Thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Amen. You know, I wish this man, before he decided that everything was just as good as it needed to be, I wish he could have backed up, Brother Sammy, and looked at the whole picture. He's living for today, really. I know he felt like he had much goods and he had it laid up for a long time. But if people had just stopped and looked again. If he could have caught a glimpse of how it was going to be the next morning, amen, he'd have probably made a different decision than what he made that night. Amen. Here's a man that felt really confident in who he was, where he was, and what he had. Amen. But he didn't realize he was fixing to step off into a never-ending eternity. Amen. I want to preach to somebody tonight. You better look again. I want to preach to that person that is toying with the idea that maybe I don't need the church too bad. Did you hear those testimonies tonight? of when folks fell in trouble, God was there. Over and over and over. But do you know what it's going to be like when you get out yonder and you get in trouble? You're not going to be there. Amen. Oh, I wish I could preach a while. I mean, here's a man that, 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 that he looked it all over and he said, Soul, you got much goods. Nothing much to worry about. I mean, it's it, it's... Everything's going to be all right. You laid up for many years. So, take thine ease. I wouldn't go to church tonight. You're doing pretty good. I wouldn't be too concerned about 
paying attention to the preacher. You've heard him till till you're tired of it. Just take thine ease. Y'all help me a little while here. Amen. I want to tell you something, friend. You better look again. I I really think Pilate probably wished he'd look again. I think he wished he'd have backed up and looked it all over. Amen. I got a better grasp of what he was dealing with than what he did. But he didn't. He made his decision and it has lasted for an eternity. And I'm going to tell you, young man, young lady, that that you are toying with, that that you're playing with, amen, that that you're, you're turning over in your mind, will I, will I not, you better back up and look it over real good because the decision you make is going to be an eternal decision. Help me, God. Amen. I could look at Sister Eve and... Uh, Amen. The, the Satan came to her, the serpent. Amen. Begin to talk to her and tell him, telling her God didn't mean what he said. If you just eat of this, oh, how much better it would be. Amen. It'd be a lot better if she'd have looked things over and said, Devil, get out, serpent. Snake, get away from here. I'm going to do what God said to do. But no, she partook of the fruit. Amen. They paid the penalty, but it did not stop there. Some years goes by, and her sons offer sacrifice to God. God accepted one, he didn't the other. Amen. If you really want to work, if you really want to know where the bad genes started, it was in the garden when they sinned. Amen. And it showed up in, in, in Cain. And so he kills his brother and tries to hide it, act like nothing is any different than what it's always been. But if he'd only considered he's going to have to deal with God in a few days, God's going to come around and ask you, Cain, where's your brother? What happened? Amen. Cain probably thought he could hide it. He could get by with it. He could do anything he wanted to. But I read in the word of God where he said, my punishment is more than I can bear. Can't stand where I am. I feel driven from the presence, amen, of men. What's wrong, Cain? If you had just looked it over a little while longer, it'd be different tonight. Amen. Oh, help me, God. Brother Aiken, could you testify? Could you give glory to God? And he said, indeed. I've sinned. I saw amongst all of that stuff, we, amen, we was in battle, and I saw a goodly Babylonian garment, wedge of gold, I saw all that silver, and I took it and hid it under my tent. Aiken, if you'd have just stopped and thought about it a little while, you would have known God's not going to tolerate that. 
And guess what happened, Dad? The whole family paid. Oh, God, help us here. Oh, help us, God. Why don't you just back up and look things over, little son? Why don't you just back up and, amen, and really look at it and decide if it's really worth losing out with God? Esau, what's the matter with you? What's all this crying and taking on? We're trying to sleep. We can't rest all this noise. Amen. If he'd have just backed up and looked. Before he ever sold out for just a simple little meal and realize I'm going to need what I've got, what's been given me. I'm going to need my birthright down the road. I can't afford to sell it so cheaply or sell it at all. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to hold on to it. But no, he sold it. Time went by. And when he would have, should have inherited the blessing, he didn't have what was required. Listen to me, son. He sought it carefully with tears, and he never found a place of repentance. Listen to me, sis. Mama's prayed you have a many of mine. Your pastor and his wife has prayed you have a many of bad place. But if you're not careful to look at where you're going, you're going to wind up down the road somewhere where you cannot find your way back in spite of all that you do. But if you'd only stop now and look at where you're going. I understand, young people, there's a lot of things out there pulling. A lot of bright lights. A lot of things you have never experienced in your innocent childhood that is just waiting to take your soul and tear you asunder and take you to hell. You don't look at bad because it's shiny. And they act like they're having fun. It looks like, oh, it can't be near as bad as what the preacher said. I want you to understand, son, it ain't laughing out yonder quite like you think it is if you think you're going to have a good time. Can I preach to you a little bit? Oh, Granny told me years ago about praying one day. And, amen, the Lord spoke to her, said, when Arthur gets home, go talk to him. He drove past where she lived down to the little old shacky. Amen. He lived in him and his first wife. And uh, Granny made her way down there and said, Son, I need to talk to you. 
He said, all right, mama. She said, I was praying that God told me to come warn you to stay away from them old bars. He said, oh, mama, you ain't got nothing to worry about. He's already going. I think her name was Frances Ruth. It's been so many years I wouldn't know her. She walked up and slapped me. She's gone. Then there was Priscilla. She's gone. And then there was, I don't know who all he lived with in between and said he married some. I don't know. Amen. But I want you to know it wasn't nothing like he thought it was going to be. Listen to me, young man. I can tell you about the night he came around Christmas time. Amen. And he wanted us children to sing to him. My sister got on the piano stool and began to play and we sang, where could I go but to the Lord? And he sat there and wept and said, that's the problem. There ain't nowhere to go. He done tried it all. And it was not there. Could I tell you about my Uncle Donald? Hey, man. We grew up together. I'm preaching to somebody. Better set up and take notice where you're headed. Those thoughts that's plaguing your mind, you ain't told nobody about. Gonna take you down, son. Sis, you better listen to me. Amen. You better watch where you're going back up and look again. It ain't gonna be nothing like you think it's gonna be. Donald could quote more scripture than I could growing up. He knew more songs out of that old book we used to sing out of my heart than I did. Donald married his high school sweetheart. I stood up with him at a little church out there where y'all have your family reunions, you remember? Amen. As we filed out, and him and Charlotte went out, and I don't remember who stand up with her, but we stepped out on the little old porch. Donald had Charlotte's hands in his, tears running down his face, telling her how much he loved her. Fast forward a few years, frequenting the bars, finds Donald riding down the road in his old pickup with his shotgun loaded looking for Charlotte and that other fella. Donald? Donald, Donald, Donald. Why didn't you look at where you was going? You ought to know that road leads to destruction. The word of God said it. You heard it preached more than I did. You're older than I was. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Gets to the place. Life is so rough and so hard. Mind just about more than what he could handle. He told, he met a man in our community. He said, I'm good mind to get in my old truck and get going just as fast as I can go. And hit that big oak tree dead center down yonder by the road. Thank God he didn't, but Donald still lost tonight, living with somebody that don't belong to him, drinking like a fish, smoking. I'm telling you, son, you better listen to me. Watch where you're going. Back up and look. You're going to find yourself places you cannot afford to go. Preach. 
case you're wondering, Donald grew up going to the Holiness Church just like I did. Amen. But things got to pull it, Brother Johnny Don. Things got to tugging at him. Amen. It looked better out yonder than it did here. Amen. It looked easier out there, but I'm telling you, the Bible knew what it's talking about when it said the way of the transgressor is hard. My uncle, the granny, told us that the bars, he had spent eight months in jail, accused of murdering a man. Finally got him off, amen. Supposedly, the person turned to me and admitted he just did it for the money. I don't know, amen. But he lived such a, a rough life and such a low life. Hardly anybody in the family would have anything to do with him anymore. But old nephew Gary, I called him and called him, called him. I remember one night, Brother Dallas, I was talking to him. He told me, he said, I got too much on me, boy. I just got too much on my mind. I just can't, I can't handle it. He was drinking like he always did. Amen. What's the matter, uncle? I don't know. I just got too much, too much on my mind. I just, I, I need to get out of it some way. I told him, uncle, what you need to do is crawl on a corner somewhere and pour your heart out to God. But he said it's too late. But I'll tell you what I'm thinking about doing. I'm thinking about taking my shotgun and sticking it under my chin and ended it all. I said, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You're fixing to begin something you can't get out of. The time that firing pin hits that cap before they ever blast, ever, amen, goes across the room, you're gonna be hurled into hell, never to return. You better watch what you're doing, man. But I'm preaching to somebody here tonight. The devil's dragging out, he's pecking out, he's pulling out, and he's trying to take you down, and God sent me to preach to you. You better look again. It will not be like he tells you it'll be. Oh, Lord. Oh, help me get a little arrogant attitude and I'll show them preachers. They can say what they want to. I'm going to do what I want to. For a little while. But you're going to see a day you give anything if that old preacher would pray that demon off of you. Amen. I saw your eldest son the other day. He bought her lunch. I wish I knew how to reach that man. What a mess he's in, but he wasn't always there. But something got to pulling, something got to talking, amen. Something got to working on him. And the next thing you know, he's done slipped away. And one thing leads to another until he's so far out yonder, he probably don't think he could ever come back. Oh, Lord, help me here. Here's this man, 
Everything's going his way. I want to tell you something, son. Just because you're not in trouble tonight, they're not fixing to put you in the pen. I mean, your truck's running good. You got a few bucks in the bank. Don't mean you've got the world with a fence around it. It don't mean trouble ain't going to come. And you're going to walk away from God. You're going to throw all that away that you have felt the time God saved you. Come on here. Help me change. Amen. We need to understand. We're in a serious place tonight, children. Look at where you are. Look again at where you're headed. You can't afford to go down that road. I grew up with a, a boy about my age, Brother Dallin. A little church down the road where you preached a camp meeting. That's where he went. Every revival, he'd get in. And about a week or two later, after it closed, he's out. Next time he's in, and he's out. I talked to him at school one day, Brother Gerald. I said, Mike, this ain't going to work. You need to get in and stay in. He said, I'll get in any time I want to. No, you won't. No, you won't. Last I saw of him, I heard of him. Brother Todd, he's an alcoholic. Face all red, eyes bloodshot, face swollen, vacant look in his eye. Grandpa holding his preacher. Took a step. Thought he could handle it. Thought he could stop when he wanted to. But after a while, the forces of hell become stronger. And it pulls. And it pulls. And it pulls. And after a while, it's almost as if there is no control. Amen. That a man and woman can have because the demons of hell is pulling them swiftly towards destruction. I came to preach to somebody, you need to stop and look around. Look at what you got. Fall in trouble, whole church will fall on the load and help, help pray you out. Thumb your nose at God, it's going to be different. Just turn and walk away. I'm big enough to do what I want to do. Oh, God. I'm 18. I'm my own man now, Dad. You remember that when you get in trouble and need a few bucks. You remember that when you fall in trouble and can't nobody but Dad or somebody at the house of God help you. Remember that. You're an old man. Take care of yourself. Amen. I've got my barns full. I've sat through service after service. I hadn't prayed much. I hadn't spent much time at the altar, but I'm still making it pretty good. Every once in a while, I still feel the presence of God when the saints get in. I'm, it must not be too bad. But oh, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. 
Could I tell you, oh, God, help me. A certain man had two sons. The younger came to daddy and told him, I want what's mine. Give it to me. I can't help but believe, Brother Gerald, if I'd have been that dad, I'd have told him, son, let's talk a while. And they may have, I don't know. But I'm just pretty sure that me and my son would have had a long visit. But whatever happened back then, he gave him his inheritance. And he packed up his duds and walked away. Oh, help me, Lord. Young man, please listen to me. You're going to wake up in a new world after a while. It ain't going to be like you think it's going to be. This young man went out yonder and had all kind of friends, all kind of parties, all kind of good times, riotous living, popular until his money ran out. And then, just like you are going to do, he fell in want. He got desperate. Finally goes down. Amen. Feeding hogs. Amen. This young man ain't supposed to be messing with hogs, but he got so low and so desperate. Amen. He was willing to go against everything he'd been taught just to survive. went against the very principles of his family. The very doctrine he'd been taught. Jews don't have nothing to do with pork. And here you are fixing to eat with them and you're going to feed them. You're going to live with them. I'm desperate, man. I got to do something. Will it be you that robs the liquor store? Will it be you that takes somebody's life in the heat of the moment? Desperate. Desperate. I'm hungry. I've got to have something. Amen. Nobody's going to stand between me. Amen. A good warm meal. I'm here to tell you, son, if you'd have stayed at home, you wouldn't be where you're at. If Peter just backed up and really looked at the good place he had to sleep. He walked through, looked at the dining room table that mama had spread over and over and over and understood while staying home, I'd always have something to eat. Young person, I wish you, amen, in your mind, walk through this house of God tonight. 
Look at these two altars. Look at where the Lord meets with us. And look at where he saves and sanctifies and baptizes. And look at where he blesses people. Look at where he pulls them out of places like where you are. Amen. Are you willing to leave that? I hope you won't. I don't believe it'll happen to me, preacher. I won't do it. And we're not going to get real plain with it, Brother Gerald, but we could tell about some of our kinfolk. Amen. They're in a terrible shape tonight. Because they did not look for the barrier where that road's going to take them. Steal from mama. Steal from daddy. Steal from anybody. Lie. Break mama and daddy's heart over and over and over. I'm going to do it by the preacher. Yes, you will. You take one step down that road, there's no stopping. The powers of darkness, the spirits of hell will pull you, amen, relentlessly on. And the next thing you know, you could be the one. I don't know where we're all at tonight, but I know where I'm at. I came to preach to you, you better look again. You better look. Your worst day serving God is far better than your best day out yonder in bondage to Satan. Am I saying it right, Brother Todd? You've been there, you know. Amen. I'm here to tell you we've got people sitting on the pews, amen, that look just as good as anybody in the house that's contemplating tonight walking away. Won't happen to me, brother preacher. Slim chance I might get in trouble for telling this, but this, even if they're recording this, it probably won't get back to my sister. There's only me and my sister left in our family. I had an older brother, got saved out in the woods, really got saved. Really got sanctified, really got baptized. Married out of the faith. Y'all listen to me, children. That young lady out yonder that was not raised in the house of God like you are should be off limits in your mind and in your deeds. Young lady, that young man out there that is not a Bible Christian should not be a candidate for one date. He married a young lady, daughter 
of a pastor in a, a certain denomination. I asked him before we married, Brother Gerald, what about this, what about that? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of that after we get married. And I'm a little brother. And I told him, I said, listen to me, son. If you're going to do anything about this, you better do it now. Amen. You ain't going to change her later. He went on his merry way. I'm going to fast forward through this. It's getting late. But the day came that she left. His two sons left. He's living alone. Had a truck wreck and broke his back, never healed back right. And they hooked him on Oxycontin and Oxycodone. He pastored for their churches for a while. They finally kicked him out because he woke up and realized he's too world and tried to take a stand. They booed him out. And from there he went down. Got hooked. Selling them just to pay his electric bill. Just to keep the water on. Just to keep the rent paid. One day, one of his old hunting buddies come by. So the front door was open, the lights was on. He's usually in bed by now. Stopped, went up, knocked on the door. No answer. Opened the door. Hollered, Byron. No answer. Slipped in. Walked through the house. Found him back in the bedroom. Heart attack had hit him. Hurled him out into eternity. Went down a long road, Brother Barry. He should have never went down. Amen. Amen. I wish I could reach you tonight. I wish you'd listen to me, young person. Amen. We've got so hard and so brazen, we can hardly be touched anymore. But I'm here to tell you, if you don't set up and listen, even if you don't get things right and stay in church, one day in eternity you'll remember every word I said tonight. Let's look at that rich man that passed out his gate over and over. Amen. And passed a man that needed a piece of bread. And he would not so much as stop and give him a piece of moldy bread. He's doing good. He's faring sumptuously. He's clothed in purple and fine linen. This man don't matter as long as I'm doing all right. But there came a day he died. And he went to hell. In spite of everything he had, all the good they had going for him, and then all the friends he had, the fine home and all of that, he went to hell. Oh, the beggar died and amen, went to Abraham's bosom, place of paradise, if you will, and across a great gut, that rich man cried, Oh, Father Abraham, send Lazarus. 
that dirty beggar. Dogs licked his whole sore hands and his feet, his face, his head. Sin Lazarus let him dick and dip his finger and let him cool my time with one drop of water. I ain't asking for a quart, I ain't asking for a half gallon, just one drop. Oh, it's rough down here. I never planned on this. I've come down, Abraham. I don't need a fine steed. I don't need a chariot. I don't need a fine purple robe. All I'm asking is one drop of water to cool my tongue. I thought you had it made, Mr. Rich Man. I did too. Thought I had it all going my way. But now, I'm in hell. I'm tormented in these flames. Did you know what? Abraham told him, we can't come to you. You can't come to us. There's a great gulf fixed. There's no way you can move from where you are. And we can't come to where you are. Somewhere tonight, my oldest brother, unless something happened that I don't know about, that man that grew up in the same house I did, ate off the same plate of biscuits I did, heard the same mama pray that I did, is in hell. Harmon. Didn't think he'd wind up where he was. He just got slipping around there. The boy smoking, drinking a little bit. But he died an alcoholic. Alcohol destroyed his liver. Cirrhosis set in and it killed him. Did he ever think it in like that, brother? No, sir, not me. Somewhere. In eternity. My daddy. That preached the gospel when I was a little baby. He's in eternity somewhere. And to be honest with you. I don't have a whole lot of hope. Fix things with me, but sort of no nobody else. God, you know, after why folks get where they can't even talk, but it's all in the hands of God, Brother Sammy. My God. The man, amen, the one year little Johnny died. <coughs> Sat at the supper table. Said they ought to take that preacher out to a big old fire ain't hill, stake him down over it and stir it up good and walk off and leave him. Wherever daddy is tonight, he wouldn't dare make a statement like that today. Amen. The man that done his best to destroy me, Brother Cheryl. He'd do it different if he could do it again. But I'm trying to work on you while you're still here. Don't go down that road. Don't even start down that road. Amen. 
it's a long road back. Some people never make it back. And you and you are in the house of God got everything you need to make it. If you take advantage of what God's offering you. But instead, you're blindly looking at that out yonder. Oh, they're having a ball. Somebody get me a song if you would. That's a question just popped in my mind. Brother Gerald, when God needed me to preach, I didn't want to, didn't aim to. I'd wake up at night and I'd hear, I'd hear somebody taking on. And I'd jump up and run through the house, check on the children. They sound asleep. I'd go back to bed, Brother Johnny Don, and I'd hear it again, and I'd jump up. And listen, I'd run through the house, and they're all sleeping peacefully. I began to ask God, what's going on here? Am I losing my mind? God said, what you heard is the souls of men All right, that's in hell. Oh, God. Never going to have a chance to come out of there. I wonder if I heard your voice. I wonder. I wonder was one of those I heard you screaming from the burning. That awful place where the worm dieth not, the fire's not quenched, it never ends. Amen, lake of fire. Can you imagine the souls of men Amen, waves of souls, waves of mankind, screaming as they come out of the fire. I wonder if it was yours I heard that night. Sure as you're here, you're not careful to look at where you're going. Back up and reassess this a little bit. You very well could be one of those. Lost for eternity. Now, just in closing, for those of you that think you can go out and kick up your heels and have a good time and come back when you get ready, listen to me just a moment. I was probably about 14, 15 years old had a little revival at Bethel. A stranger came in one night, sat down back, long towards the back. Had the most woeful, lost, forlorn look of anybody I've ever seen before or since. The evangelist gave all to call, and the man sat there. He kept reaching, kept reaching. He just sat there. After a while, he went back. Shook hands with the man, visited for a little while. 
And he came back and fell in the altar. Began to weep. We all prayed. The man got up and wandered out. Before the dismiss, the evangelist asked, does anybody know who that man was? Nobody knew. He's wanting to go talk to him again. He said, he told me, my daddy was a homeless preacher. I used to have what you got. But I decided I'd go out and have me a good time. When I got ready, I'd be back. And he said, now I want to come home. And I can't find God. He said, any church in driving distance that I hear of that I think might have a move with the Spirit of God, I'm visiting them, hoping God will deal with me again with the tent. But he said, preacher, God don't deal with me anymore. Oh, man, if you'd have just looked again, if you'd have just reconsidered, if you'd have just weighed carefully those feelings, those emotions, those desires, those thoughts, the things that pulled at you, if you'd have just waited and not left, you'd still be able to feel the presence of God. But no, he's traveling the country saying, Preacher, God just don't deal with me anymore. I need to go back to that rich man just a moment. Abraham spoke to him when he asked for a drop of water and he turned him down. He told him, said, Son, remember thou Thou in thy lifetime had your good things. Lazarus likewise had evil things. You know what? That rich man is still remembering. And I will tell you, young man, if you go to hell, you're going to have a never-ending eternity that you can remember what this simple-minded preacher preached at you on a Friday night. You better look again, son. You better stop in your tracks and back up way carefully what you're doing. Because you mess up, you may never be back. Oh, yeah, Dad, I pray in God will have mercy. Yeah. I watched my granny weep and cry and pray for Uncle Arthur that she'd warned away from the bar when he'd driven 50 miles. Don't know how he got there. He's too drunk to drive, but he made it somehow. As he sat there slobbering drunk in her house, she wept and cried and prayed, knelt at his knee. And Uncle Arthur died an alcoholic, screaming in hell. Remembering Mama. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
My brother Harmon is screaming in hell. Remembering the time that mama talked to him about his drinking. Remembering the time that little brother tried to talk to him and he cut me off. Remembering all the opportunities he had. Over and over, they're rolling through his memory. Harmon, why didn't you listen? I looked at him. I'm getting lengthy. I know, but I looked at him, Brother Allen. I stayed all night with him in the hospital. Just a shell of the man he used to be. His skin's so green and yellow. I remembered that old Silverton guitar he bought. Actually, he got him my S&H green stamps. Harmon couldn't keep very good time, and he couldn't care to him none. But he raked that old guitar, sang that old honky-tonk song he heard on the radio. It said, tonight, the bottle let me down. Brother Steve Mack, I looked at him after life had slipped away from him. So he laid there like a little child in a fetal position in the hospital bed. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And I wanted to say, Harmon, it really let you down, didn't it? It really let you down. I want to tell you, there's somebody that's on the sound of my voice. If you don't look at where you're going and get serious about where you are and where you need to be, it's going to be too late for me to preach to you down the road. I preach my heart to you. Please, before you tear your barns down, before you mess up what you've already got, Stop and reconsider. Before you decide to take your ease and go with the flow, look at where you're headed. Look at those that are out yonder that you admire tonight and get a clear picture of how miserable they really are. Lost, 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 lost. I'm trying to quit, but I can't hardly. Bear with me just a minute. My mind keeps going back to the young lady that used to travel with a man and his wife, evangelizing. Used to have an album. I can hear him in my mind singing, lost, lost, I'm afraid to die. Lost, lost, was the sinner's cry. Jesus wouldn't beckon. Now I'm dying lost. Judgment's coming to all. She backslid. And Brother Vernon McGrew told, he went and looked at where it happened. She was at the bar with somebody else's. And the other fella she'd been with drove up and stopped with his bumper against theirs. Got out with a handgun. Walked around and while the driver spun trying to get away and couldn't push the car anymore. 
reached over and pow, pow. Left holes in the parking lot, desperate. You know where she's at tonight? From the house of God to the pits of hell. Oh. From the house of God to the depths of hell. Where will you be in a few days? Stand with me if you would. As we sing, altars are open. If you feel your need to pray, please come. What about it, son? What about it, boys? What about it, son? You need to pray. Eternity without a Savior. What about it? Come on. What about it tonight? This is more serious than what you realize. You're going to remember. You're remember. What about a young person? What about it, mama, daddy? Son, I believe I'd fear God enough to reverence his word tonight. Let's pray. Let's seek God. Eternity is forever. And to spend it without a savior what a horrible, horrible way to exist. testimony out there in Grove Service uh, to put it in a nutshell he was saying there's a better way to put it in a nutshell there's a better way than the way of sin there's a better way than having to 
get saved and go back to them old things and, and, then, and then get saved again and go back to them old things. That's what I was getting out of his testimony is, is there's a, there, the, 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 he talked about the way of holiness and how good it was. And uh, I th- made me think of this song. And uh, if you struggle from year to year, if you, if you come from last year, I want to thank him for how he's helped me. He's did a work in my life, Brother Lennon. He's did a work in my life from, from last year to this year. It's different. I ain't the same person I was a year ago, Brother Sammy. And I want to thank God for it. He's changed me. He did, he, I don't know what he done for me, Brother Damon. He did something for me, Brother Brock. I don't know what it was, but he's, he's made a difference in my life. And, uh, and I was that man that would go. I had them problems. I'd be this place in a year, and then I'd be somewhere else. By the next time, I'd still be. I'd struggle and just didn't have what I had the year before. But, but I, there's a better way than that. Yeah, if you're struggling this year, whatever you've got this year, young people, you can have it next year and more. You don't have to come back next year and seek them same experiences. You can, you can come back established. The Lord, the Lord can establish you. And uh, just like what they was talking in Grove Service, I didn't really want to say anything. I didn't know I was going to say this, but, but just find something to do for God. That's the best way to keep your experience alive is to find, some, find the work to do. It don't have to be seen. Just find a work to do for God. And uh, that'll help you. That'll keep you uh, the fire burning. Y'all help me sing. I ain't got much voice. I have found the way that leads to endless day. Yonder in the glory line. Oh, and the road is bright for Jesus is alive. Oh, I have found a way. 
this is so near. I'll bravely meet the foe. Oh, happy songs I'll sing in honor to the King. And the glory onward goes. Oh, I have found a way. Oh, I have found a way. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Oh, I have found a way. Walk to the journey's end. Let find a faithful friend. Nevermore and send to wrong. Oh, by that way called straight, I'll reach the golden gate of the soul's eternal home. Oh, I have found a way. Oh, I Journeys in led by a faithful friend, nevermore and sent to wrong. Oh, by that way it calls me. I reach the golden gate of the soul's eternal home. Oh, I have found my way. Happy songs I'll 